Hey there, I am so excited to let you know that my upcoming book, Building Your Money Machine, is available for pre-order. Now, you might say, why do I want to pre-order a book that I'm not going to get until June 11th, 2024, when it comes out? Here's why. First off, it's going to get you access to a, a whole handful of wealth resources that you can't get anywhere else. They will go away. These are special resources, trainings and tools and, and templates that allow you to implement them into your life, to get financial freedom started in your life. The whole idea behind this book is to alight the path to financial freedom so you get the chance to live a life of choice not a life of need, to be able to choose what you do, when you want to do it, with whom you want to do it with. And yet we seem to not want to talk about financial freedom or money or wealth because we demonize it. But the fact is, is that it's just a tool. And if we use the tool correctly, we have a richer lifestyle, but we have a deeper impact. People's lives are better. And I want to have that conversation and I want to have it frankly. I want to have it openly. I want to give you the step-by-step -step process to get yourself the financial freedom. And that's what this book does for you. It's about getting your money to work harder for you than you did for it. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to yourmoneymachinebook.com. Check out the wealth resources that you get for free, but they're going to expire. So you need to pre-order the book today, put your information in, and then we'll make sure that we get you the resources to get you on the road and on the path to financial freedom. And until I get a chance to see you on the road or see you on that path, always, always strive to live a life that outlives you. See you soon. Hey there, Mel Abraham here, the author of the number one best-selling book, The Entrepreneur Solution, and the founder of Business Breakthrough Academy, where we teach you how to design a business and create a life, a life of financial freedom and peace of mind. And welcome back to this episode of The Entrepreneur Solution Show. And in this one, we're actually going to do a continuation of answering a question from the last episode. And Marie from St. Lucia asked a question about business plans and using business plans for online businesses. And what I did in the last episode, as you recall, was really talk about business plans in general and give you the fundamental and the foundational uh, framework and outline for a business plan. In this one, we're going to talk about some specific elements that I think are necessary when you talk about an online business versus a bricks and mortar business. And I would integrate them uh, in that context. So right after this brief introduction, we're going to come right back and we're going to finish the second part of the answer to Marie's question. And just like every other episode, this episode comes with a, a downloadable tool, template, or guide. So make sure that you get the full value of these episodes by downloading the guide each and every week. And for this episode, just simply go to melabraham.com forward slash session zero three three. And if you're not by your computer, you're at the gym, you're driving, you're doing whatever, but you're not there where you can get it now, go ahead and text and text my legacy, one word, no spaces, 38470. That's my legacy to 38470. And we'll make sure that we get you the download link so you can get the tools and get the full value out of this episode. We'll see you back here right after this brief introduction. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Solution, where highly successful entrepreneur Mel Abraham becomes your entrepreneurial mentor. Here, Mel reveals his business building strategies and even gets a chance to answer your questions. Mel Abraham, 
a CPA by education, but an entrepreneur by exhilaration, and a true believer in the entrepreneurial way of life. It's through entrepreneurship that we create community, support society, and live our dreams. It's where possibility meets reality again, and you can have the life and lifestyle you want, one of freedom and peace of mind. Welcome to this episode of The Entrepreneur Solution, where it's time for you to be bold, dream big, and live life your way. Hey there, welcome back. I'm Mel Abraham, the author of the number one best-selling book, The Entrepreneur Solution. And welcome back to this episode of The Entrepreneur Solution Show. And as I said, we're going to go back into the question that Marie asked from, uh, from St. Lucia about... Uh, business plan. So why don't we do this real quickly. Let's listen to our question again, just in case you didn't hear the last episode or you weren't on the, the last episode. Hi Mel, this is Marie Piazza. I'm calling from St. Lucia. I'd like to know how to make an online business plan. I have had businesses before, but physical businesses. So I want to know what the key things I have to know about online business plan and how to go about doing that. Thank you very much. So that's a great question, Marie, and, and you know, in the last episode we talked about just the process of business plans, and, and as I said, that to me it's much more important to, to go through the process of creating a business plan than the actual document itself, because the process that you have to go through requires you to really understand all the elements of your business. You're capturing, you're capturing what the company background is, who, what, the vision, the nuts and bolts, the structure, all of those elements that are around the company that, that need to be captured and thought about versus just going out there with an idea. We start to detail out our offering, our products and services, the bundles we might create, how we're serving needs in a marketplace, what are the benefits that, that are created, what are the distinctions and the uniques that we bring to the marketplace that set us apart from the industry or the other competitors, the other alternatives that our consumers, our customers, our clients uh, might have. We define the market. We don't, we don't go at it broadly. We find the market that we want to participate in. Uh, we understand the type of market it is, wholesale, retail, uh, consumer, business, broad-based, diversified, niche, what kind of market it is. We, we also show that we understand the industry and the market in a way that we understand what are the dynamics, the dynamic changes that are going in to the marketplace now and how we're going to participate in those changes, support them, or or... Uh, benefit from those. We know where the where the market is. We know where our, our customers are geographically. We know how to reach them and we talk about that and how we're going to deliver this and what the future growth is and how we're going to connect with them at a deep level to build intimacy and build loyalty. And we talk about that in, in our traditional business plan or the process we go through. We understand our strategies. We detail out in, in a lot of detail what our strategies are what our timelines and milestones are, what the tactics are to make those strategies come true. Um, we talk about all of those elements in the strategy section, in the implementation section and execution section of, of the plan. And then we look at the team. The team are the ones that are driving the bus. These are the ones that the, the, the management the, and all the key players, we want to know who they are. We want to know what their backgrounds are educationally, work experience, uh, their successes are. 
what roles, what are their, what are their core functions that they're going to serve, what roles are they going to play, and detail all that out so we've thought it through. And then we want to understand the financial side of it, the money side of it, um, understanding where this might go financially. What could this grow to financially over a period of time, doing forecasts? What are the risks associated with it? What are the costs associated with it? How are we going to finance it? And then look at it and say, great, what if things go wrong? What does it look like? And start reworking it. So that's a traditional business plan uh, focus. And all of this applies. Uh, Marie, all of this applies to an online business. If you really want to put together a business plan or at least go through the process of it, the more detailed, the more clarity you have, the better off you'll be. But when you talk about an online business, there's a couple of concepts, about seven things that I want you to consider to make sure that they're in the process, the analysis process and the business plan process. So let's look at the business plan, some of the business plan elements. Now, this is not a complete plan. This is simply the aspects that I want you to integrate into your complete plan that are unique to online businesses in 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 that in that case okay so the first thing is this content creation when we talk about um, an online business what is it content or product creation we need to have a process we need to have a system we need to have uh, a way in which we're going to create content um, or products on a regular basis to get to our consumer and and so this in in this in my example what I want to bring to the table is I if I look at just my myself and the work that I'm doing with entrepreneurs I'm creating content what's my content creation strategy and system it's a lot of it is this what you see me doing right now I'm going out and I'm putting product uh, content out there on a weekly basis at a minimum doing the YouTube videos I'm doing my podcast I'm putting out uh, materials articles and guides and tools and templates to help entrepreneurs in that context. I've got my book, that's a number one best-selling book that's out there. I've got my training program. So, so what is your content creation or product creation strategy specifically that you're gonna that that you're gonna use to take out and sell via the online space, via the online delivery system, if you will? The second piece is this. What's your traffic cultivation strategy? If we're online, I need to get traffic to the website. I can hang up a great website. I can hang up a great shopping cart system. I can hang up everything. But if people don't show up, I'm not going to get any sales. So I want to understand what your traffic cultivation system is. Is it, is it ads? Is it Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, YouTube ads? What you know? Is it display ads? What is it that you're using to drive traffic, to cultivate traffic, to cultivate that volume to the site in a way that's going to start to drive sales? Now it could be paid, it could be free, it could be you being out there speaking, writing, doing direct mail campaigns, but. This is something that we want to clearly understand, and some people will call this, you know, platform, what's your audience like, that type of thing, but traffic cultivation becomes really important in the online space and understanding where that's coming from and how you're going to control that. Once we understand that, then we need to deal with conversion optimization. In actuality, what I want to do is actually make sure that I've optimized my conversions first before I start running traffic through it. What I want to do is get my conversions as high as possible 
and then let me run the throughput for it because then I can maximize it on the other end. But, but nonetheless, I want to know what your strategy, system, or process is to optimize your conversions. Are you testing it? Are you doing you know, redirects? Are you doing retargeting? Are you doing pixels? Are you doing uh, a follow-up sequence? What is your conversion optimization strategy that will maximize your, your sales when you start to run that uh, your your traffic through through the process. So so content creation, traffic cultivation, uh, conversion optimization. Then I want to look at after sale magnification. After sale magnification is this: What's your relationship after the sale? Um, do you do things, especially online? Are there things that will will drive you for? Um, uh, one-click upsells that that they call a call it on online. So you go and buy something, and it says before you check out. It's that it's that whole concept of but there's more type of a thing. So before you check out, if you want to add this to your order for this one-time low fee of X, click here. You know, are, do you have that in place? And then say they complete the sale, and they that are a week past the sale, or they're two weeks past the sale. Listen. Customers that just bought for you are the hottest customers because they believe in you. They believe in your product, they bought from you, and you deliver on it at a, at a, a level of excellence that makes them happy. Then you want to go back to them and say, what's the, the, the pathway, your client path, your consumer path? What happens after the sale for us to get more sales, more revenues, and serve the client at the next level? What's the next, what I call when I, when I, when I teach you and work with people, what's the next logical, sequential step for your customers? What's the after-sale mag magnification system that you have in place? Then uh, technolo technology utilization. Especially with online, uh, you know, back in the day when you were doing business, it was it was face to face. It was in the store. They, you'd have to go running on the shelf and grab it off the shelf, and you'd have to deliver it, all that. But how are you using technology to support you, to leverage your time, to deliver this, and to automate the process so you can be hands off as much as possible? That that allows it to track it. I know that when we did. Uh, my book launch sequence, and we set that up. There was we put in technology that allowed us to track every step of the transaction, every step of the customer's journey from from one, the moment they arrived on the web page to all the way through the after-sale magnification. We knew exactly what the customer was doing, and based upon the choices they made we would give them additional choices and we would communicate on a regular basis but we mapped it all out at the very beginning and used the technology that was available to us to allow it to run automated so i wasn't looking at it saying this customer i need to send something to or this customer i need to send this to and this customer i need to send that to i simply set it up from the beginning and allowed the system to do do the work to do the heavy lifting so set it up right from the beginning how are you using technology to maximize your time to leverage your time and and do it in a way that makes it cost effective technology like your shopping cart system your CRM system we use we happen to use Infusionsoft you know how are you capturing the leads and then working the leads from there 
all of the technology that I use to deliver the podcast and the YouTube and my products and all of the communication that we do is all based on that technolo technology platform. So what is yours? How does it leverage it? Does it scale with you and does it allow you to grow and who's in control of it? So that's the next piece. And then growth integration. What's your growth from, from here on out? And, and so we talked about after sale magnification. So if I think that, that they're on one trip and they start with my, let's just take mine. They start with a book offer. They have a one click upsell that accelerates their growth. And then they go into a sequence that moves them into uh, some other training program. And then maybe two months, three months down the road, there's a, it's not exactly the same thing. It's maybe one degree, two degrees, three degrees off but it's complementary to what they've already gone through. What is that, uh, that integration, that ability to grow by giving them something that's one, two, or three degrees off that's complementary and supports what they've already done? And you've heard this talked about by my good friend, Brendan Richard. He calls it an integrated product suite. If you look at, at things like uh, Apple, they have integrated products. I mean, everything resides from that iTunes store. Everything from the iPod delivers from the iTunes store. The iPhone delivers from the iTunes store. The, I, the iPad, the computers, all of that. And, and typically when you meet an Apple person that has one Apple product, they got many Apple products because everything is integrated. So how do I create an integrated product line, an integrated growth strategy that allows me to add on complementary things one, two, three degrees off, off center from where they've already purchased and allow that to, to happen. And then the cool thing is that you can also integrate that into your technology to automate the process. And then the last piece is this, customer elevation. How do you elevate the customer from, from where they are when they first started with you to where you want them to be truly connected, you have an intimate relationship with them based on trust, based on delivery of high value, based on loyalty in a way that they look at it and say, I like everything this person's doing. I like what they stand for. I like the products. I like how they're delivering it. They've taken care of me every step of the way and I am willing to take, um, take, take time with them and buy more from them and be part of it. So, so one of the things that we want to do is what is your customer elevation strategy, the, the customer relationship strategy to develop that over a period of time to create a customer for life. And uh, you know, Shalene Johnson, my good friend Shalene Johnson calls that those lifers. Because here's the thing that, that comes into play. Many times we think about this, uh, a customer, and they come in and they make one purchase. It's not about that single purchase. It never is about that single purchase. It's about the long-term relationship you create with a customer. And what we call that is this, the lifetime value of the customer. In other words, when someone comes into your sphere, uh, Marie, when someone comes into your online sphere, what's their lifetime value? How long do they stay with you? How many products do they typically purchase? How many services do they typically purchase? Over what period of time? At what price point? And I add them all up and I say the lifetime value of the customer over a year and a half, maybe uh, $2,000, $5,000, $1,000, $100, whatever it is, I need to track that. I want to know that. So I have to have the systems in place to do that because what I really want to do is maximize the lifetime value of the customer. Because watch what happens.
If I know that over a year's time, every customer that buys one thing from me will typically spend about $1,000. So if the lifetime value of each customer is $1,000, then at the beginning stages when we talk about traffic cultivation and, and I gotta, I'm gonna pay ad, uh, for ad spend to try and acquire a customer, if I know that every customer I acquire typically spends about $1,000, even if I spend $500 to acquire that customer, I'm still $500 up because it costs me $500 to acquire them. They spend typically $1,000. I'm still net $500 positive. So the, the answer to the question of what the lifetime value of a customer becomes really paramount because it allows you to understand how much you can put into acquiring that customer. If you don't know what the lifetime value of your customer is, then acquiring the customer, you might acquire them at $500, but they only spend $200. You're losing $300 on every, every customer. So we want to, one, maximize the lifetime value of the customer. We want to track it so we know how we can go out and acquire those customers. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense to you, to Marie, and I hope this helps everyone out there. When you start talking about creating a business plan for an online business, it's all the factors we talked about in the last episode for a business plan, but these are the very distinct or specific elements associated with an online business. So content creation or product creation, traffic cultivation, conversion optimization, after sale magnification, technology utilization, growth integration, and customer elevation. Hope that you found this of, of uh, help. Hope you found this of value. And if you did, do me a favor, share it with a friend. You know, there's a lot of people out there looking to try and develop a, their online presence to develop their businesses. Let's give them the tools. Let's give them the tactics. Let's give them the things that they need to bring their dreams to, to life. And so share that with a friend. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe. That's the only way that I can make sure that I get, get you all the tools, templates, and, and worksheets and the education and training that you need to really start to drive your business forward. It's, it's your way to tap into my three plus decades of being an entrepreneur and advisor to entrepreneurs and building businesses from mom and pop to hundreds of million dollar, uh, million dollar companies in, in that context. So, and remember, if, if you wanna get, make sure you download the workbook, the guidebook, uh, the template, the tool that, that come with, tools that come with each and every episode. For this episode, you wanna go to uh, melabraham.com forward slash session 033 to download uh, the guidebook here. And if you're not at your computer, you can still get the guidebook by texting my legacy one word, no spaces to 38470. And if you want to ask a question like Marie did, go ahead and go to askmelnow.com leave me your question and I'll make sure that I get it answered on one of the upcoming episodes. Uh, and so that's it. I hope that helps you. I hope that serves you. I hope that you found this of value. Now we want to go out there, build it, execute on it, make a, make a, dif make a difference, go out there because the world needs you. And until we get a chance to see each other in the next episode, may your vision be grand, your journey epic, and your legacy significant. See you soon. Cheers. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you subscribe so you get access to all of Mel's business and success tips. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. If you have a specific business or success question, you can ask it at www.askmelnow.com. Remember, it's all about being bold, dreaming big, and living life your way. Because the world needs you. 
Until the next episode, may your vision be grand, your journey epic, and your legacy significant.